Welcome to the Ops. It's your girl, Spicy K. And it's your girl, TK. How y'all doing? And we telling it all. We are on episode 19. As mm-hmm. you know, we always started off with the first 48. Who you telling on this week? And I'm going to go ahead and go first. And I'm actually going to tell on something that happened this weekend. So... I was in Alabama, and I was in Alabama last weekend, okay. the weekend before that as well, but I wasn't able to make it to church, but I was determined to make it to church. Um, showed up a little bit later than what church start, but I was going to do that anyway. That's just normal. Um, so I get to church, and one... The people were outside directing the traffic. So basically, um, I'm not, I'm telling on myself, but I'm also telling on someone else. So the people are out there in the parking lot directing traffic. And I was like, oh my goodness, I got to park up the hill. I came too late and I got to park up the hill. And I didn't want to do that. But luckily I didn't have to do that. So yes, I showed up a little bit later than I should have. But hey, I'm still able to hit a word. Um, get inside the church because I also did not want to go sit in the balcony. I wanted to sit in the bottom. And oh, wow. so go ahead and walk in. And I asked the usher, I was like, is there any seats available? So they have um, a smaller pew that is available. There was only two people <laughs> on the pew. One on one side, one on the other side. So naturally... I go to the person that's closest to where I'm at and say, excuse me, I would like to get in. That lady looked at me like, girl, if you don't get so well. (laughs) (laughs) So I ended up having to go to the other side. Luckily, again, (laughs) So I ended up having to go to the other side and the guy got up and let me in. Because I'm like, that's it. I'm just going to go to the other side. Like, I don't know what she wanted me to do. But I was So like, on the short pew, huh? You tried to get in the middle, it huh? Of, it was one of the short pews at the back. Um, <laughs> but, you know. Mm. And I just thought it was hilarious to me because that lady really was like, I'm not moving. And I was like, respect. I'm going to go ask this man when he moves so I can get in. And so we can all sit here on this pew together. But yeah, she looked at me like, lady, I ain't about to get up. And I thought it was just funny. So I guess I'm telling on me because I shouldn't have showed up that late. Because I should have only showed up about maybe 15 minutes late. Um, But I ended up showing up about 30 minutes late. Which again, that's, Um, that's normal sometimes for me anyway. I don't get there you when church starts. You done miss off from they don't care if you come in there or not. And I, you done park way up the hill. I know. I no, know I didn't have to park up. I, can, I didn't have to park up the hill. They still I know. If you would there. have. My bad. Oh, if yeah. You would have. But, uh, no, they do ties at the end. Since because when? They don't. If this is the same. If this uh-huh. is the same place, I think. They do ties at the end. Change. Yeah, mm. they do ties at the end uh, because I guess because of COVID and stuff. So mm. whenever you get ready to leave out, you can come up to put your ties in or either obviously do it online or they got the options before COVID. You did know that they have had the option to do it online, right? 
know. I don't know. That's that's how that's how I pay normally pay anyway. Pay my tithes. I do it online. Cool. Uh, now occasionally when I go in, uh, you know, but for the most part, I know mostly do it online. But yeah, I just thought it was hilarious that that lady was looking at me like, "You really want me to get up? You really asked me to get up?" And like, I get it. She, you know, she was a little, she was a little healthy and a little older. So, but yeah, so that's who I'm telling on this week. TK, who are you telling on this week? Well, let me tell you who I'm telling on this week. We, you went one way, I'm gonna go another way. I had the pleasure of visiting. Uh, one of the local ABC stores here in Huntsville uh, this past weekend. And, yeah, so, oh, I, I get to the door. I mean, I don't, I don't, I didn't use this form, so don't think it, it pertains to me. But I just thought it was funny how I set the little lady off inside. <clears throat> but there's a door, a sign on the door that says, no cash app. And I'm thinking, okay. okay, so you um you you don't you know somebody in there trying to you know scan your QR code, pay or you know scan, you know use the phone to pay. I get that. So <laughs> I get up to the counter with my purchases, none of your beeswax, um, <clears throat> and I put them down, and I look on the card reader, and it says no cash app. So, I didn't put two and two together. So, I'm t the person I'm telling on is the little lady and how she reacted to people, I guess, using Cash App or asking about Cash App. Because I don't think I would have understood that you couldn't use your Cash App card either. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't. Like, it, I mean, it. She didn't, she didn't, it just says no Cash App. Most people use Cash App through their phone, right? Or... Whatever, but no, a lot of people got a cash up card. I mean, yeah, but what I'm saying is, it's it's usually accepted as a credit card, except for Verizon. Verizon will not allow you to use cash up in any shape, form, or anything but your debit card mm -hmm. or credit card. So, but it was just like when I said that, I said, "Oh, I said so." Y'all don't take Cash App cards either. And of course, you know, I wasn't attempting to use one because I would have, she probably would have jumped on my back and started clawing my face off if I um, tried to use a Cash App card. Ah, you bitch of mine. I had to tell everybody. Oh, we don't take Cash App. I was like, okay, ma'am. It's, it's just a question that I was asking because. Because, I mean, you just got to think about it. Maybe you don't use Cash App, but she looked like somebody that, that got a Cash App card, too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, you, I mean, you you feel what I'm saying. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So, I was like, she didn't have to act like that. So, I really didn't appreciate, you know, even though I wasn't trying to use that form myself, I was just like, ma'am, like, you got to understand a lot of people do that. I mean, it's people out there that use Cash App as their bank. You know what I'm saying? So... How, you know, mm -hmm. they trying to get a little a little nip nip on the weekend. You know, can't even use that little cat. They have card where their funds at. That's their bank. But I'm pretty sure it's an Alabama thing. Control. Alabama beverage control thing. 
I'm pretty sure that's what it is. So that's what I'm telling them. Not the whole entity in itself, but just that lady. Because, I mean, if you had seen how many signs there were around. Talking about no cash app. Because it's on the dough. And then you walk in. No cash app. No cash app. But it didn't get till you got to the to the register where it said no forms. And I was like, oh. Mm. Uh-oh. But yeah. That's how we keep rolling. That's what because it's what we do. We just be like, look, I just have to use another form of payment. But I really don't know how many people right now are using like carrying cash. So if you use Cash App as your bank, that's what you're gonna run into, right? Yeah. But yeah, it's apparently a lot of people that have a Cash App card. I don't have one, but I like I said, there's a lot of people apparently that do have the Cash App card, so <laughs> Well, I got one. But I I mean well, actually, I don't. I lost it. <laughs> so, I guess I don't got now. But I have one for shoot. If somebody send you money, that's how you spend it. But yeah, but you can just put it in your own account, though. Yeah, but, you know. That ain't what everybody want to do. Hmm. It's available immediately on the card. <laughs> Ouch. Okay. Well, for our um, It's Cool When They Do It, it's a problem when uh, we do it segment. Um, we have a story regarding um, a white gentleman or non-black gentleman um, that was recorded apparently, allegedly uh, saying some things that were um, pretty racist. Um <laughs> Or at least the um, person that was recording felt it was. And the pretext. guy ended up um, like assaulting her. So. Striking uh, her. I'm sorry, what was that? I just said striking her. Yeah. So, you want to talk? Go ahead and talk about it, uh, TK. Well, I came across the video, so I'm. Uh, it, it was a TikTok that I saw on Instagram, believe it or not. <laughs> but it just showed. Uh, it entered in with a young lady talking about this is him, this is uh, the man he called me, uh, this, that, and the other, and nappy headed this and all that. And then the next thing you know, you see you you literally see him strike her, and she and she was she could not believe it. So I really want to know what the pretext was, and I really want to know what the, you know, um, the afterthought of it was. And it says, you know, after he realizes that she's re- recording him, is when he strikes her. So we, I mean, we have no clue what he said, but I mean, would you would you think he said something that he didn't need to be saying from the way he behaved? Well, see, this is my thing. Um... And maybe it's because because I'm watching it now. Of my whole entire. Right. Yeah. He called me. A- so yeah, yeah. I'm so just. I'm sorry. Maybe it's I'm you know maybe it's because of my background and what I 
do and have done and want to do. Uh, but I always know that people are watching. So mm -hmm. I'm very careful about what I say, what I do, because a lot of times people are recording. Um, mm -hmm. You can't catch me saying anything racist because I don't say anything racist. <laughs> 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 you get well, you my, you get you my really point. Can't. Like it's you like... can't catch me do saying something because I don't say it. Um. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, I don't know why people are shocked that if someone is saying something <laughs> that they feel is racist, offensive, funny, whatever it is, because sometimes it could be recording something that is not even you know they may be recording something else and actually ends up end up catching. Like, oh, this person said X, Y, Z, you know, in the right. background. Mm -hmm. um, so they may not even initially be recording you. So you got it to me. You have to be careful. So if you're going around saying things that are offensive, inappropriate, racist, whatever you want to say, like you can't mm -hmm. be shocked that people have recorded it. And also with that being said, um, like, especially in a public place, like, you're not expecting people to, you know, may do something if it's in, you know, the privacy of your own home or in your car or something like that. Like, that's, there's a certain level of expectation of privacy. But anything outside right. of that, to me, is not really any expectations of privacy. So, I don't understand why you would get mad. You just shouldn't say it. And then you don't have to worry about that. And... <laughs> I did see, you know, where um, it looks like he, you know, hit her and things of that nature. And I'm like, why are you that mad? Like, again, everybody, if I go, I go to Publix a lot. If someone is in Publix with a camera, oh, wait, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, it's a public place. Like, I don't have any level of expectation of privacy in Publix because I'm walking around. You see what I'm saying? So I don't have any expectation. So if somebody, and like I said, somebody could easily be recording something that's not even relevant to you. Like, but obviously if you end up saying something crazy to them or saying something to them that they find offensive or whatever, of course, somebody gonna flash a phone. That's what everybody does. They flash a phone. They flash the camera. Everybody. <laughs> you have the Karens of the world that's flashing the cameras. Cameras. You have like, you have everybody in a lot of situations that are flashing a camera and have the phone recording. You know, I just saw a video the other day and people were like, "Oh my goodness, why didn't anyone call?" I think it was a it was a lady that was pretty much. Um, in the middle of the road with a gun. Um, oh. Yeah. Oh, no. Naked. Have no idea what was going on. But people were like, why are they recording? Because people want to be entertained. I'm quite sure somebody called 911. But the other people wanted to see exactly what's going on. Because sometimes you can't believe, like... Sometimes I see stuff and I be like, oh, I need to record this. Not that I, because like nobody else is going to believe that what the, what I just saw. Right, right, so, right. 
like I said, I don't think you have an expectation of privacy once you're outside of your house. Um, So, especially just if you don't say racist things, you don't have to worry about anybody saying anything, and especially not in a public setting. Like, Like I said, someone could very well be recording something else. Like, they could be literally in your direction, but maybe recording something behind you uh, or anything. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. But that's just my I guarantee you all on somebody's ring camera, um, you know, pulling in, turn around, and, you know, after we pass a house or anything. We, we own, you own camera. Mm-hmm. So, if you get caught picking your nose, just know you're going viral. They're going to be talking about you. There's, I mean, that's like you said, there's no expectation of privacy. So, you got to, you know, conduct yourself accordingly. So, yeah, there's no way you can get videotaped or recorded saying racist things. <laughs> if you, in fact, do not say racist things. So, he want to put uh, a jalapeno on the cake and say... I'm going to strike out at this black woman. And that was indeed evident. You know, because, I mean, she, she she was shocked that it happened her damn self. You know, you can tell from the video if you watch it. So, we got to figure out a way to share that with you all at some point. There should be some way we could do that. But, I'm, you know. We can share we it on will. Instagram. We can share it on the Instagram yeah. page. And then... um yeah, we'll share that with you and tell us what you think about uh, him just striking out at her. Like, would you be, like, if, if you said something stupid and uh, the person that you said it to started videotaping you, how would you react? Would you strike them or just go on about your way? Because now you, you caught. Whatever you say next is <laughs> viral. Yeah. Me personally, no, because I think, like, I think attacking someone makes it that much more that, like, you're in the wrong. Um, And then, again, like, I understand, you know, staying ten toes down for whatever you say, believe in, whatever. I totally get that, understand that. But wrong Mm -hmm. is wrong. Um, And I always, like, understood that whether or not wrong is from me or wrong is from my mama, whoever... Like, wrong is wrong. So, I just personally, like, I wouldn't attack anyone because that's, that's to me, that's digging a bigger hole for yourself. Because not only are you saying something, you know, offensive, uh, inflammatory, or whatever you want to, whatever terms you want to use, uh, now you have also added assault to it. So, oh, yeah. that, all, that means at that time, like, you know, that's potential jail. Mm-hmm. Um, at least not a fine or probation. You see what I'm saying? Community service. Some like that's you know that's a serious You can say what you want. Yeah, you like that's that and like I said, it could <laughs> easily well be in, you know, sometimes I'm recording, you know, I've done a couple of TikToks while I'm in 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 um in public. I also in the did park a, or whatever, a when I'm when I'm out walking. So, um, which I'm not trying to record anybody else, but if I happen to catch something and see something in the playback or whatever, like it just is what it is. 
you know, I try to not have anybody, you know, behind me or whatever, but, you know, that's not a 100% guarantee. So, but that's just my thoughts of it. Like, to me, I don't, why go to, why keep going to the extreme? I mean, you think we might see uh, some more about this? Um, potentially, um, I didn't see, you know, any mug shots or anything, so I'm quite <laughs> sure, right? you know, one is, you know, probably coming, but that's yeah. just my take on it. Girl. Who are you, you got any more thoughts on you it? Probably- Man, no. You folks, man. I'm just... Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. I don't know what that was, but... So, the first topic of the night, then, is going to be uh, something that um, you told me about. I actually had saw it, too, but I... I saw a lot of people making, like, jokes about it. Um, right. I, I didn't mean, really know exactly what was going on, because... I probably had a hectic week last week. I feel like my last week was very hectic. But, um... I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, it wasn't bad or anything. It wasn't bad. Just hectic. Uh, Like, just busy. Um, Oh, yeah. But, I did end up seeing and end up catching um, where... I can't think of his name right now. Where the... um, officials, you know, pointing out that, you know, the United States government knows that basically aliens exist. Um, <laughs> so since this is something that you um, want to speak about, so uh, give everybody like a little backstory of what happened. Well, you know, so he's, he's basically, blowing, I don't know why he's whistleblowing uh, I guess he's just sick of the lies, sick of the BS that, you know, he was been a part of for 14 years with the, you know, U.S. Air Force, things like that, you know. He's, um, I mean, just tell the truth, like, what he's seen and what he's been a part of. And, you know, we may need to keep a watch on this young man. Um, just so nothing happens to him. <laughs> I'm laughing, but, I mean, yes. Just, I mean, I'm so very... What is it? LBVS. Look me in my eyes. LBVS. Um, <laughs> laughing, but very serious. But he's he's telling us all. And I mean, people know these things. There's been things that have been inexplicable. And, you know, it, it, we see it and it disappears. It just never, like, it never happened. And. There's a reason for that. Like we we get we get bombarded again with some propaganda or something to distract us from what someone has has seen or shown, and yeah. it's unfortunate that, huh? No, I was I just like I didn't hear. You. <laughs> what? No, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, but I mean, it's just unfortunate that the people that do tell us these things. I mean, it, I I don't care. I don't really care. I mean, I'm 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 not sure 
Like, you know, you see the movies, you know, you know, the one that I'm speaking of is like, you know, Transformers and stuff. Like, what if that we do have stuff like that, technology like that? I mean, who knows? Like some of the stuff that we like, like Men in Black told us, let me just, you know, laugh if you want to. But, you know, the technology, that information, that stuff that we've gotten that's inexplainable, unexplainable, like aluminum foil. That's that came from aliens. That's the weirdest stuff ever. Heated, 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 and it don't stay hot. Look at that stuff. Like that that's some of the weirdest stuff out there. But I believe it is aluminum. Right, but look, but 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 look. Well yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's where it came from. Well no, but the use of like it's Teflon. Like Teflon too. That stuff like that. Do you feel me? This is this is I mean we probably got the technology to utilize it in that way. Not that they created aluminum, but, like, to use it as what they use it for. Like, I think they, I mean, it's on the satellites and stuff. You feel me? Do you feel me? But I think aluminum uh, has it, always been, like, a heat conductor or whatever it's called. Right. Yeah. But the the actual thin sheets of it, the way they utilize Wait, uh, wait till it come out. I'm just gonna tell you. Wait till but there, but there has that 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 aluminum foil is alien technology. <clears throat> but anyway, we the ops. That's how we gonna go. But um, there's actual been been documentaries about there being alien pilot uh, bodies in the Fort Knox because there certainly ain't no gold at this point. But they're hiding things in Fort Knox that. Uh, because it's one of the most protected areas on this, you know, in our country. Um, that way, nobody can find out exactly what's going on. They say, I mean, the crafts that have been located or been, you know, whatever area fifty, all that stuff is something. You know, they was finna, they was about finna. I said finna. I did. Anyway. They was finna storm Area 51 with their crazy selves, you know, who they are. But they were about to, and, you know, they got thwarted. You know how many people would have been blowed up and destroyed if they tried to do something like that? Because there's something to see, whatever that is. I don't even know what it was originally supposed to be, but there is something to see. Otherwise, it wouldn't be so protected. You mean Area Are you talking about Area 52 or Fort Knox? Both. I know area uh, Fort Knox is protected, but I'm talking about when they were. Nobody has planned on storming Fort Knox, but they have planned on this. I don't know if it was I mean, last year. Area 51, not 52, area 51. My bad. Whatever. 52, 53, 99. It's 99 problems, but Alien is one. I'm telling you. These folks have had encounters, and I think they only deal with certain type of people. Like, they ain't fooling with you and me because they're like, look, you ain't no threat. You just chilling. This way you grew up. This way, You know, you grew up on Earth. I grew up on Zlarnathon, wherever you want to call it. <laughs> Whatever y'all little cities are called. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, we just try, look, they know we just trying to be cool, but the ones that's trying to, you know, keep them from getting their credit and, and the the not effect they exist, yeah, that's who they fooling with. Yep. So Mr. Grush, whatever your name is, I appreciate you letting you know, but they I mean, I, I hope that you live a long, long life, sir. But have a great day.
That's all I'm going to say. Because that's all I'm going to say. Because you done opened up a can of worms. You know, I hope you ain't got no nobody that depend on you or that, you know. Whatever, I mean, because they're going to try to take everything that you ever earned from the United States military. So, it looks like it's David Grosh. Grosh. Yeah. Grush. Um, that's who the person that testified um, before Congress. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this is my thing. Based on, like, Area 51, based on, like, you know, you know, UFOs, which is unidentified flying objects, uh, which literally could be anything that you can't obviously identify. So... <laughs> I'm saying like that's the name of it, like right. I'm with you. I'm just listening. (laughs) Like so, all of those things definitely, you know, can exist because can exist because if you don't know what it is, again, it's unidentified. So that's what that is. Um, For its aliens, I don't. I do think they exist. But I don't think they exist in the way that we think they exist. Um, I don't really think it's like no green Marshall men. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's anything like that. Like I'm just saying, like it's not a green Martian. Like mm-hmm. they look like us. I think to a certain extent, yeah, they have to look like us or be something similar, I would think. Um, I just don't I just don't see them as green Martian men. I just don't see that as them and like that's what they normally, you know, portray it as. Um I think they just probably look like regular people. Like, obviously, there are going to be some differences because, like, I don't think they're... Uh, mm, I'm trying to think, do I think they're walking they people? Because I'm trying to think, are they walking among us? But I noticed that when he spoke, um, he spoke that it's non-human. So, like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. You're I just showing don't think they're The most important thing is that I don't think they're green. Like, Believe me, it's for your own protection because we see things that you need not see and we be places that you need not be. You feel me? But I'm just you saying, like, I don't think they're green. That's my whole point. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're green. I don't know what they look like based on what, you know, the guy was saying. They're <laughs> non-human, so I don't I don't know, but like that could mean like they a puppy or something. I don't know, like because he didn't, <laughs> because he couldn't go into like much detail. So that's what I'm saying. Like maybe it's a mermaid. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Oh man, it could. Be. I think mermaids are a little alienatic. If that's a word, we're gonna make it today. But I'm saying like it could be like a mermaid or something. I don't know. Like it could be like you know, I don't know. Maybe it's like, what's the, um, I want to say it's my actual sign, but it may not be my sign. Hold on. Let me figure this out because it may be my sign. And if it's my sign, that's hilarious Huh? A little alienatic. No, what's those, um. That's going, that's, that's going. We're going to make fetch happen and we're going to make alienatic happen. 
Oh yeah, I think it is my son. Well, no, it's not my son. I don't know. So it's the. Uh... Nobody knows what your sign is. Yeah, just weirdo. I'm a Sagittarius. Obviously, the best sign oh. ever. Um. Uh, obviously, or <laughs> fantastically. <laughs> The alienatic. Okay, it is. Okay, it is a, the Sagittarius then. Like mm -hmm. the little half, half, half human, Martian. half horse thingy. I was just trying to make sure we were the half human, half horse. So. Oh, uh, the, in Greek mythology, what is that called? The, ooh. Um. Yeah. Well. We're with the archer mm -hmm. sign. Is that what you're talking about? Archer? Cause that's what no, it is, okay. but yeah. So yeah. yeah so no. the Sagittarius is basically the half human and half horse. So yeah, like I believe. I that. don't know. I don't know what it is. Horse Maybe that's what it is. I'm a Chinese horse. That's my year. I don't even know what that means, but we'll we'll, we'll get into that one day because that's pretty cool. I don't understand what that is. The year of the horse. Did you say you were a Chinese horse? That's what it is on the menu, like on the little table, plate, table, placemat. I'm a, you a the year I was born is the year of the horse, Chinese horse. That's me. Okay. Do you know yours? Again, I'm a Sagittarius. I said the year of the Chinese horse. I mean, the Chinese zodiac food. We know you a damn archer horseback human. Oh, it's called a centaur. <laughs> it's called a centaur. A centaur. Centaur. Yeah. There you go. I was like, I know it has a name. No, yeah, I'm thinking that's centaur. a bull head. Hold on. Centaur is a what's the Centaur is the half horse, half man. Okay. I'm just saying that's not what I was thinking of. <laughs> but all right. You just looked it up so it's confirmed. <laughs> Excuse but me. That was just that was out of frustration. I don't I don't know yes. what you're talking about with those Gemini's, but y'all Yeah. Yeah. You definitely don't because you're a half human, half horse. You wouldn't understand someone that's normal. No not normal. Human horse. But um but yeah. So what do you think like what do you think an alien looks like? Well, I like the ones on Men in Black. I think the aliens were going to go with the ones that look like that. Because I don't know. I don't think they look like us because we're people. They wouldn't be considered people. But people say that so, people look like, like monkeys and apes and stuff like that. Oh, who says that? Racist people? So. They do say that, don't they? Mm -hmm. I think... The ones that say we look like monkeys look more like monkeys than we do. No, I'm, I'm, the, I know I'm not talking about people that say black area. people look like that. I'm talking about like everybody look like that. People in general look like that. I'm not saying like not. Mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm not even trying mm -hmm. to be remotely racist. I'm talking about oh. the fact that like people say that people evolve from monkeys and apes. Like all. Well, people. I think there's you know. I, I don't know what color they might be, but I think they're, you know, they're a little slimy. You know, eyeballs detached from, you know, at the top of their head with some little nerves connecting them. I think I think there's aliens that look like that. I think there's all different kinds. Like, that's why I said the men in black. 
probably did the best with the variety, different races and versions of aliens that there could possibly be. And I think there's some truth to those movies. Why would they be slimy? I'm just curious. Why do you I mean, think they're slimy? They have the ability to travel through intergalactic membranes that we can't get through without us as humans. That's how I know. In order to be able to do that, I would think there would be some sort of lubrication on their body that would allow them to do that harm-free. Interesting. Slimy. I believe they'd be slimy. Like we have skin. They don't have skin like we do. You know, they probably have gills. And gills, things that have gills are slimy. Boom. They can breathe in nitrogen. We cannot. As human people. Let's go. Let's go. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Very, very interesting. Yes, I am. Thank you so much. Like I said, he wasn't obviously able to say a lot of stuff because a lot of stuff is still classified or a lot of stuff that you really can't speak on. Um, But I never, like, I know people were calling him a whistleblower, but I never understood why they called him a whistleblower. That's the only part that I didn't understand. When you whistleblow and tell shit shit that's supposed to be, that you're not supposed to tell... Even if you leave out the classified stuff, you blowing the whistle. You ain't supposed to, he wasn't supposed to be sitting up there telling that. (laughs) No, but what I'm saying is that like, how did he get to the point? Like, that's what I didn't research or, I didn't research or anything. Like how he got to the point that he even had to speak in Congress. Like. Because once you make certain statements and they find out who you are that said them, you have to appear before Congress to, you know, t- to stand up to what you stand on what you said. That's the that's that's who's over the military and the Pentagon. I know, but what I'm saying is that, like, how did he get to that point? Like, what happened? That's what I never really understood. I know some of this stuff dates back to like 2000, like him with like 2019 or something like that. But what I'm saying is that like in order to be able to go in front of Congress for Congress to ask you these questions, like what initially happened? That's what I didn't quite get and understand. I knew people called him a whistleblower and a lot of headlines had whistleblower on it. But I just didn't understand Mm -hmm. how he got to the point that he was a whistleblower and then again there was a lot of things that he couldn't obviously for various reasons you know mention because of you know the classified status so I'm just trying to cause like to me I don't like if I worked on an air force base or some kind of base cause I'm assuming most places are gonna be air force because again unidentified flying objects you think of air force that's just me uh, and air bases so what I'm trying to say is that I would think that if I'm on an air force base or in the air force that I would see things involving the air in the airspace 
So I'm just saying. So that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, what made him a whistleblower? I know what a whistleblower blower is, but I'm saying what made yeah, him know. necessarily a whistleblower? Like, or was it just a a way to like grab the headlines or whatever? Because to me, the things that I heard him say are things that. To me, I would think that anyone that, like, obviously when we get things, we get it from somewhere. Like, don't get me wrong. I know and understand that people have imaginations and creativities and things of that nature. But, like, where did we get? Because, you know, they had X-Files. You know, that was a TV show for a long time. And so, so that's what I'm saying, like, I don't think he said anything to me that was way outside of the spectrum. So that's why I'm trying to figure out, and I never could really understood why they necessarily called him a whistleblower. Like, is it? It's, it's his level of security clearance and what he's probably capable of telling. Regardless, like he, this, this may be what he want to talk about today, but what else do he know? You know what I'm saying? So when you start giving away classified information, that's, that's when they start to worry about you. That's why I say I worry for this man's, you know, safety and everything because he's telling stuff that he's not supposed to tell anybody. But since he has to testify in front of Congress, everybody is, is allowed to see it. You see what I'm saying? Like, he's opening up a rabbit hole for people to inquire about stuff, and then people with technology that we have now are able to find out more stuff. You know? Well, that's what I'm saying, but, like, but what made him a whistleblower? reason why I say that is oh my God. I don't know. I, girl, I, can't, I don't know. I just, well, I that's say, what I'm saying. I like, that's why, I'm, <laughs> that's why I'm confused, because, like, seems like he was... The 2019 issue because someone asked him something. So that's what I'm saying. From what I saw, it started in like 2000, at least 2019. It could have started before then. But someone asked him something and then now he had to go in front of Congress and things of that nature. So that's why I'm saying like what I never understood what made him necessarily a whistleblower in a sense of what I know to be a whistleblower. Like... What, what do you know it to be? Because I know it to be somebody that gives information like, about to be a stuff that they, you know, that they like probably shouldn't be giving information that about. They're telling about stuff. Them. Huh? But that would be like... To me... Okay. So to me, a whistleblower would be like, I know this is happening and this is something illegal or something that's corrupt or something that's unethical that my company, you know, is doing or this organization is doing. And now I'm telling, you know, telling on them because of that. What it looks mm-hmm. like to me is that people keep asking him stuff and he's just responding. Um, right. And clearly he's responding in a way, based on what I saw on, in the interview that you sent me, uh, he's responding in what I saw. He's responding in a way that is very, um, 
very calculated. Invasive? I guess that's the best. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very calculated. So that's why I'm like, to me, he's not really a whistleblower in my mind. So that's what. <laughs> but okay, that's just mine. so the shady goings on that you're referring to is all the. 150 million times that the United States government has denied existence of UFOs. That's what, in fact, makes him a whistleblower because he has knowledge to the to the contrary. You see what I'm saying? He's telling information, and he, you know, he's he's said that now he's on trial. They're not asking him. They're not going to ask him the questions that could really put the United States government underneath. But he done said something. There's documents out there somewhere. Otherwise, he wouldn't be on trial. Well, a lot of people are... A lot of people are called to testify in front of Congress. Um, mm-hmm. I had an old co-worker that... Um, I can't remember what it was about. I believe it was something to do with, like, wellness, health care, something along that lines. But he had to testify in front of Congress. So that's what I'm saying, like... To me, that's just normal stuff in my mind. I don't know. That's just my opinion, though, of course. <laughs> but that's just how I see it. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, we are the ops. <laughs> the next topic we're going to talk about is I ran across the article. And in several states, they are wanting... Children as young as 14 to be able to serve alcohol. Um, and this is either as a server or as um, some of it seems like it may even be kind of like as a bartender. Um, so as a person that has a bartending business, um, do you think that this is appropriate for 14 year olds to be able to, to serve? Because when I think about it, I remember that I used to volunteer, plan on going back to volunteer. Um, and when we had to like volunteer for like wine, you know, events and things like that, we had to take like a, um, a ABC board test or whatever and say like, you know, we acknowledge, you know, certain things that shows that maybe somebody is too intoxicated <clears throat> to be able to drink and this, that, and the third. And I'm thinking to myself, a 14-year-old is not going to know any better. Um, or pay attention. Or any, any yeah, like, they're not going to pay any attention to any of that. So I'm like, that could be very potentially dangerous um, and so much of a liability, but so many people... Um, are pushing for well mostly Republicans are pushing for uh, in several business like the food and service industry are pushing for oh, yeah. um, to allow yeah because they wouldn't have to pay them as much yeah but um, I think that, that would be the only problem with it would be the responsibility part of it um, I do believe that you could teach someone to follow a recipe on how to make a drink. Um, uh, I don't see too many 14-year-olds, you know, getting drunk, you know, which is another concern that people would probably have with people being young. Um, 
but they're not responsible enough at that age. Um, some people are 21 and older and not responsible enough to be able to pay attention because if my concern is making drinks and getting tips, um, I may not care if I keep serving uh, the same person that's already had seven, you know, mixed drinks or seven shots or, you know, something like that. I'm not paying attention. And I just don't think that I would trust a 14-year-old in that regard to be solely responsible. Now, under supervision, 14, 16, 18-year-olds, I mean, again, you can teach a recipe. Uh, they, they could go through the same kind of training anybody could. But as far as the responsibilities that come with it that are regulated by the boards in certain in every state, you know, you can't you cannot put that responsibility on a fourteen year old as somebody that's grown as hell because you can't drink until you're twenty one everywhere. So you couldn't put that responsibility on somebody that's fourteen that you don't know when to quit. And you know that they're not going to be paying attention to do that. So. Something else that, you know, to me, I'm thinking about, like, a 14-year-old who does not have a learner's permit, who does not obviously have a driver's license, you're not <laughs> going to be able to tell a fake ID. You're not going to be, because you don't have one. So, and then also, yeah. there is the possible chances of, like, you know, bullying and everything of that nature, you know, everything that's surrounded by, you know, teenagers and stuff like that, um, that are, you know can be considered toxic or whatever um i can foresee that like groups of teenagers would normally come in to establishment that they know a 14 year old works at and you know the 14 year old wants to possibly be popular and is gonna allow or you know now these other teenagers to have alcohol and you know to me to me, it's too much of a liability. And apparently, as I was reading, because, of course, this is my world, apparently the Department of Labor has been having a lot of, like, issues. And they have had they can't so get many. Nobody to work. Have, <laughs> yeah, like, they have, but I'm saying, like, they have had so many issues, especially as it relates to, like, child labor and everything. So mm. I didn't realize, like, it was that bad, but I was looking at something else for work earlier. Um when I was at work and I happened to pull up something mentioning like, you know, about, you know, labor laws and child labor and stuff like that, that like, it's so bad. Um, it's, they said it's really bad in Alabama too. You know, I guess with a lot of the plants and everything, there's a, I think someone, I think a child may have died and I feel like it may have been Alabama. I could be wrong. Old, it, wasn't it? Yeah. Like I, it was a, it was a young child that basically, you know, passed away and they were working like in a plant and stuff like that. So, and that's why I'm like, that can be so dangerous and that can be a huge liability because now you have 14 year olds. Like I said, you're not, you know, you're selling, um, and serving, you know, drinks to, you know, your friends or buddies because you want to be cool and, you know, when you go to school, so you're allowing them to have, you know, beer and this, that, and the third. And to me, I'm like, but then you can get your liquor license, liquor license pulled because if you have violations, they can easily pull it. So yep. to me, I feel like that's too much of a liability because if 
I don't have a child. But if my child said they went down to Bob's Buns and that's where they got drunk at <laughs> and had an accident, well, me and Bob's Buns about to have a problem. Again, um, to me, it's just too, to me, it seems like too much of a liability issue. So I'm not really a fan of that. I understand, like, if somebody, um, it's like a family member is like helping out with their restaurant or something like that. I can totally understand that part um, because to me that person then has more of a like legacy or something that would kind of steer them. I would think to be more like this is my family. You see what I'm saying? Like this is my family. I got to make sure like this is how we, you know, this is how we live. This is how we feed ourselves. This is how we, you know, house ourselves. So they would, I would think they would have more of a care and would be more careful about what they do as opposed to any other 14, 15 year old that's like, woohoo, I can serve my friends alcohol. Let me go get this job. And me and my friends on Friday night, we can have a blast. Because I have a blast, huh? Yeah, that's how I see it. You have any other thoughts on it? Well, I just I just don't think yeah, like in that situation when it's a family thing, oh yeah, most definitely. They 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 working in kids, you know, it's happening. No. But not, you know, I, I don't think they would go as far as to have them serving alcohol with that responsibility. So yeah. So yeah, no. That's that's a no. Unless you got somebody directly supervising them and they are not directly liable for cutting somebody off, I don't see that working. Um, they also brought up the fact that apparently a lot of bartenders, servers in that industry um, have complained about um, being harassed. And they also, like a lot of people, were fearing that you know, you have a 14, 15 year old, they have yeah. more of a potential or underage person. Cause even at, you know, 17 or whatever, they have more of a ability to be harassed even more, um, because of the title in the job responsibilities that they have. Um, I would agree with that too. Yeah. So, that's, and like I said, that was you know definitely something that was brought up about the fact about the harassment. So, I was like, yeah, that can be, you know, kind of scary, you know, yeah, because... People drunk around you? Yeah. Yeah, because people, drunk people, not all drunk people, but some drunk people, they wild, baby. They yeah. wild, they get belligerent, they get, you know, very violent, you know, very aggressive, like, so I can't imagine, you know, someone trying to have to be that young to try to you know, calm down or like I said, you know, to stop, you know, the harassment and things of that nature. So definitely very interesting. Um I definitely want to see exactly where that goes because like I said, I think there's too much of a liability and I think that's just gonna cause more uh child labor issues. Um any other thoughts? No. That's it. That's a wrap on that one. Okay, then. 
Well, it looks like we're about to wrap up. We just got our last segment of what has a TV show or movie taught you. So, TK, what has a TV show or a movie taught you? Well, I had something I was going to say about one show, but then I changed it just now. I want to I wanna talk about my show, Manifest, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, if you're not familiar with the show, it's uh, basically... A plane, passengers on a plane, they arrive, by the time they take off and arrive at, at their destination, it's been five years later and nobody knows what happened to the plane and everybody's older and moved on with their lives and stuff like that. And I just want to say that it, 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 it deals a lot with family. It's a lot to do with with family and, and this one particular family and how this particular incident affected them, right? Mm-hmm. But it lasts. It's, it's got four seasons, and it and I realized that this family has seen a lot of heartbreak, a lot of heartbreak. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they still maintain the love and respect for each other and the way they fight for each other in this show is just crazy and it's just I just I just want people to to do that more. Like I'm I'm seeing a lot of people giving up on their family members uh because of certain situations and you know that they that can hurt. I I couldn't imagine losing the love of my family, respecting my family, anything like that. Uh that would break my heart. So I mean I'm seeing a lot of it, especially in the business that I'm in. Uh, but well, not the not the bartending side of it, the nine to five that pays the bills right now. Um, I see a lot of people just throwing their relatives under a bus, uh, and not even really to gain anything, just to just to be doing it. So I mean, it wouldn't be any better if they were to gain something, but just you know, love on your family. You know, you know. Make sure you look out for them if they're going through a difficult time. Talk them through it and don't you know down them for it. You know don't don't turn them into the black sheep just because they in a you know certain situation. Just you know if you can't help them, if you can't, don't. I mean just don't even consider them. You know just move on your way. If you just if you're just going down, talk bad about folks. You feel me? So that's what that taught me, and I just been thinking about that because like no matter what, these folks ride or die for each other, and I love it. So. That's what a TV show taught me. Well, that's great. This is um, episode 19 Woo-woo. in the books. Um, we are I always have it posted on Wednesday um, on Spotify, iHeart, and Apple Podcasts. Apple uh, pretty Podcast. soon we will um have everything set up and you will be able to see us live and in color on YouTube. Yeah, baby. Um pretty sweet. But until then, it's your girl Spicy K. And it's your girl TK. And we are the ops. We're telling it all and this is a wrap. Yep, yep.